The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 121. I hope that you guys are doing well today and if you do happen to be struggling with OCD or anxiety, you can get a free session with me. It's always free and all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be taking um, taking a look at how the inner critic uh, keeps OCD and anxiety going, and what we can actually do about this. the The inner critic is very, very much related to perfectionism, and at the heart of OCD is this um, this thing that people generally have about looking for certainty, wanting to know things with absolute certainty. And so learning how to let go of that is a big part of learning how to overcome OCD. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And I very much hope you enjoy the episode. Many thanks. To say that the inner critic is out of control is definitely putting it way too mildly. Um, unfortunately, humans have a tendency to, to focus on the, the negative. As the Buddha himself said, life is suffering, um, but not necessarily in the way we, we might think. Obviously, if you just think like, well, the Buddha said, you know, life is suffering, when that sounds pretty terrible, what's the, what's the bloody point? Um, you know, it's easy to, to get into a negative spiral when we start looking, in, um, looking at it in, in that kind of way. But I think what the, the Buddha is pointing out there is that, yes, life is a challenge and humans do have this, uh, this way of focusing in on the negative. Um, but actually, you know, the, the reason that we experience this is because our challenge is about learning how to, to bring self-compassion and acceptance to those uh, challenges and to that, um, you know, that, that suffering that unfortunately is, uh, not always, but can be uh, a part of life. Now, if you struggle with OCD, there's a very, very, very good chance that the, uh, the inner critic is uh, a lot more uh, stronger for you than it is for your everyday person. What the inner critic wants more than anything is certainty and perfection. It's absolutely demanding from you that you do not make mistakes. And if you do, it's going to give you a really, really hard time. And this is why people who really struggle with OCD, you know, they have this inner critic because obviously a big part of OCD uh, and performing compulsions is looking for that certainty where you can't have it. 
but despite that, the inner critic, you know, it keeps this cycle going because it won't give up on looking for that certainty, even if it's impossible for you to find it. And so it's likely that the inner critic will get louder and more annoying over time. And this is why we have to, to learn to temper it, why we need to learn to, to deal with OCD and, and build skills so that we can effectively manage it and uh, ultimately learn how to accept you know, some of the struggles that, that come our way. I'm going to read you a quote from the book Soul Without Shame, A Guide to Liberating Yourself from the Judge Within by Byron Brown. Many people spend their whole lives doing their best to follow the coaching, guidance and warnings of the inner critic. Society supports this. However, if you choose to pursue inner work, the search for understanding who you are, what your life means and what reality is, you are by necessity setting yourself directly in conflict with your judge. To explore what you believe, what you experience and why you act and feel the way you do is to question the authority of the judge, to bring the underpinnings of your psychological reality how you think and feel into consciousness means potentially replacing those assumptions and beliefs with direct knowledge. This would mean experiencing that your conscious awareness can begin to take the place of accepted standards and beliefs. Then you don't need to be guided, limited and controlled by the unconscious through your judge. I really like this quote uh, in many, many different ways actually. So let me just kind of um, unpack it a little bit. Um, obviously, initially, he's talking quite a lot about the uh, the necessity of actually challenging and standing up to this inner critic. And if you're doing any inner work whatsoever, um, you're already kind of doing that just by listening to this podcast on a fairly regular basis. You know, you're beginning to recognize the fact that the habits of mind that you you have right now are not serving you in the, in the best way possible. And that, you know, you're beginning to explore that. You're be- beginning to recognize that, that actually, you know, you, you could be potentially uh, a lot more fulfilled, a lot happier, a lot more confident um, if you're, you know, if you're willing to, to engage and to really reflect on, on your habits of, of thinking. You know, ultimately, OCD is a, a, a kind of behavior habit that we've got into over an extended period of time. And reflecting on that is one of the first ways that you can start to to change it. He then goes on to discuss the importance of having the confidence in a way to, to be in your life in a way where you're able to directly experience it. Um, which means being in the present moment, um, being able to, to allow things to, to happen as they naturally do. And not feeling the need um, to, to look for certainty, you know, which is the, the major issue surrounding um, a lack of self-compassion or an extremely strong uh, inner critic. Let's give you an example here. Say that you're struggling with um, checking OCD and you're wanting to, to go back and, and check for the uh, seventh time that the cooker is definitely, definitely, definitely off. Um, and so you begin walking back home, you're feeling kind of sick and frustrated and angry with yourself because you know you're about to perform yet another compulsion and you know this isn't helping you. 
What's going on in that moment is that the inner critic is winning. The inner critic is demanding certainty from you. It really wants to know 100% that definitely, 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 you know, you've turned off the, the cooker. You've already been back seven times. You know that it's off. But still, there's that tiny little bit of doubt. And to the inner critic, this is unacceptable. And actually, this relates to just about every theme of OCD. It's always the same thing. We know it's called the, the doubting disease. It's always based on this idea, I have to know 100%. You don't need to know 100%. Um, you know, if you're learning about self-compassion, you begin to realize that actually self-compassion is about being 99% sure and being okay with that 1% of uncertainty. You know, learning to be okay with that, learning to, to recognize the fact that we are all imperfect. And actually, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Being imperfect makes you who you are as a person. If we were all perfect, we would uh, we'd be pretty boring. And so we need to have these imperfections. Imperfection is actually what sparks evolution in the first place. Uh, it's a really important thing and so we need to have it and we need to start recognizing that in, in OCD. If we really want to, to get better from OCD, we need to be able to bring a little bit of ambiguity into our decisions that, that we're making. So what is my advice in this regard? Well, I think the first step is bringing more conscious awareness to this inner critic. If you're really struggling with OCD, um, it's, it's, as I've just said, it's, it's almost certain that this inner critic is, is very strong. And so probably what's happening right now is you don't even realize that it's taking over. So one of the things that you can start doing is when you are really struggling with uh, an obsession, it's just to kind of tune in to the language that you're using with yourself. If you're speaking to yourself, um, to yourself in terms of all or nothing thinking, um, then it's very likely, you know, that you are you are tuned into the inner critic in that moment. If you're using language which is very harsh and very mean, um, you know, criticizing yourself in in really kind of horrible terms, you know, the way in which you would never do to the people in your life that you care about, or even, you know, random strangers, you know, we can be so harsh um, to ourselves, and it would kind of horrify us if, if we saw other people treating uh, people uh, like that, that we that we love. But when it comes to ourselves, we because nobody else is listening, we seem to think that it's, you know, that it's normal that we can speak to ourselves in a really negative way. And so, so often it's going on below the level of consciousness. So the first step is to really start recognizing that. Maybe if you're really struggling with a particular uh, theme right now, what you could do to uncover this, uh, to make it a bit more clear to yourself, is to start writing things down and keeping a journal it's a really good way of, of discovering what is the language that you're using to yourself and just really noting down anything negative that you are kind of saying to yourself. Over time, as you start to get better at noticing this inner critic, you can then start to, to temper it. Uh, one of the ways that you can do that is actually to, to not tell it to, uh, to F off, 
you know, it's very tempting to, to do that, of course. Um, however, you know, we need to bring compassion to the inner critic. We can't just tell it to get lost. It's a part of us. Um, all of these parts of us are valuable. They're, they're actually serving a purpose. And the inner critic is the same. It's not actually trying to hurt you or go against you. It's actually trying to help you. Um, it's trying to stop you from from making mistakes. Um, you know, it's very concerned about that. And it really wants to help you uh, avoid making bad mistakes. So it's not going against you. However, the problem is that it's obviously out of control. We are way too focused on the inner critic, um, on the inner critic, and not focused enough on self-compassion. So to temper that, you can just gently thank the inner critic. You know, ah, oh, thank you very much for for pointing this out to me. However, you know, I don't need to pay attention to this right now. And just say something like that to yourself. And then we need to also practice our self-compassion here. So having a couple of sentences that you say to yourself on a regular basis and that you keep in your consciousness um, would be a really uh, good starting place here. Something that I like to remind myself is, is simply this. I'm not perfect and that's okay. I'm doing the best that I can under challenging circumstances and that's okay too. So you can say something like this or you can mix it up a little bit. The important thing to remember is the underlying theme here is recognizing that we are imperfect. And so as long as whatever you say to yourself um, factors that into it, then it's going uh, to be helpful and it's going to be reminding you to be a bit more self-compassionate. Now, you may, you may say here, well, hang on. Isn't this effectively just reassurance seeking for myself? Isn't this just giving giving myself reassurance? Um, actually, no, it's not because you're not actually, um, you know, trying to reassure yourself. You're not uh, looking for certainty here. You're not looking for pe um, perfection. You're doing the opposite. In fact, you're recognizing the fact that you are imperfect. And so actually what you're doing is you're challenging the part of you, the notion uh, that we need to find perfection. And this is the thing uh, when we uh, use this in the long term that really does help us to, to let go of OCD and to, to move past it. Um, likewise, you know, if you're struggling with a particular um, obsessive uh, thought, just bringing some ambiguity to it is going to help you to, to loosen that thought up a little bit and ultimately to, to let it go. So that's it for today, guys. I hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then uh, do please let me know. And uh, I really hope that you enjoyed. Many thanks. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, you can get a free session with me. It's always free. And all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. There you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.